Hey, this is Kevin. This is John. I'm Kenny. This is Piotr. And one of us will tell you that we're in the band Empire Rocket Machine. You're on NWCZ Radio. That was bad. Dot com. Dot com. No, don't do that either. That's trademarked. This is Kurt. This is Bob. Hi, this is Rupi from... Well, where am I? <laughs> Comedy of Terrors, from I think. Comedy That's the band terrors. that's here today. <laughs> on NWCZ. You're surfing through another dimension. A dimension of podcasts and real-time streaming. Of content both live and, quote-unquote, on tape. It covers Washington, Oregon, B.C., and even Idaho. Existing between the summit of man's technology and the depths of his cave. There's the web banner up ahead. Your next stop, the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, keeping with the fun uh, summer theme music going on there. Stuff you want to be driving to. What a great day. Beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. I think we uh, even had to close the door once today because someone started up their lawnmower and stuff. Like <laughs> yes. it, it just sounds like summer out there. Yeah, they, they mow their lawn here close to the uh, palatial <laughs> NWCC radio studios <laughs> in the, uh, as the Gimmer would say, the, the deep, dark heart of Proctor. Proctor. Hey, welcome to hour number two. I'm uh, Big D. This is Voxy. And Double D. And uh, Wonder Boy is back there doing his thing again in hour number two. And uh, thanks for joining us. I know it's a beautiful evening. If you're not hearing this live on NWCZ Radio, shame on you. You should have your mobile app that you can <laughs> download on the web page. Uh, you should be taking us with you if you're driving you know around. You know. I, I got another side to that. Oh, not a shame on you. No, okay. If you're not listening to us live, they but you're listening, Thank that you. means Thank you came you. along later yes, and, and decided we, you just had to hear it. Uh, we love that and appreciate it. And uh, But shame on you and you should be listening <laughs> on Sunday night. <laughs> no, positive, I don't really. I don't, positive reinforcement. I don't really great. care yeah. when or how you guys out there are listening. As whether long it's, as you're listening. Live. Midweek off of the webpage, nwconvergenzone.com. Because you can't hear this shit on the radio. If you're maybe. on Stitcher, if you are on um, Facebook or wherever, I, just the fact that you're listening, we so we appreciate it. We've got the graveyard crew tonight. I know. And a beautiful day. And I'm wondering what the connection is. There. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, let's get into it. Hour number two. We're going to start off with a great band from Portland. Uh, all, one of the members is also the host of the Hour from Portland. This is the Empire Rocket Machine. Give me, give me, you silver tongue, silent seraphim. Exposed in the soul of the sail. 
All right, everybody. The name of that track is Gimme Gimme, and the band is Empire Rocket Machine, and they are uh, indeed a uh, rocket machine rocking out of Portland. And um, they're in the studio with us today, and it's good to have you guys on your way up to do some recording. And uh, welcome to uh, the studio, guys. Thanks Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Hey, uh, you brought some beautiful weather with you as we record, so that's nice. Thank you. Sure, there's plenty of it in Portland. <laughs> It's, is it all? Isn't it always sunnier, sunnier in Port, Portland? Uh, well, or? they say that, but I don't. I actually don't think. I think Cleveland technically gets more rain, but we have more gray. Yeah, that's and you, the and you can thing. always tell the people that grew up there and right. the ones that haven't because about March they're all, what, where, what? <laughs> There's no sun. Does the Zoloft sales like go through the roof? And stuff? Uh, vitamin D actually yeah. is what you're supposed to do. But sure, Zoloft that would work too. Yeah, that's uh, that's the drug of choice for us who are uh, seasonal affect disorder. Yep. Uh, Empire Rocket Machine, you guys, uh, you guys been rolling for uh, a little while. Tell us a little bit about um, the history of the band, how you guys formed, how you came together, and how you uh, are in this current formation. Um, do you want Kenny will start this story so john and i had a mutual friend and we were hanging out at a bar in northeast portland and uh our friend introduced us and had quite a bit in common we both bullied the jukebox quite a bit that night and realized that we had a lot in common uh as far as music and john was saying you know i'm you know trying to learn how to play guitar a little bit better and i said well you know what i could probably sit down and play drums with you if you ever want to jam and um Actually, I think it was more like, do you have a drum set? <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you know anybody that has some drums? No. Well, yeah, actually, I do. So, yeah. You can then, rent, uh, rent one. <laughs> no, we borrowed a, like, it was like a snare, a kick. And a crash cymbal, I think. And a, like one crash cymbal and a hi-hat. Hi -hat. And that was it. Yep. Yeah, but there's a lot of bands, you know, like Stray Cats and stuff. Who, yeah, that's yeah. that's how simple. they rock. That is exactly what we sounded like when we started playing. <laughs> nice. There's nothing wrong with that. Without all the musical parts. <laughs> so it actually sounded like Stray Cats, not yeah, the band. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so you guys started jamming yep. and uh, obviously connected we, and clicked on some We jammed level. so loud that my landlord, by the way, never rent a house where your landlord lives directly next door to you. Oh, that is bad. Yeah, and uh, we got the idea to because we were in a basement playing, and but it got too loud because it was all stone. So we're like, we should play in the living room. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we started doing that. And the Move next month, <laughs> the landlord jacked the rent like four hundred bucks. Whoa! So there was no way I could. That's because he had to install soundproof walls in his house. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so how did you meet these two cats? These are the other. How did you add the rest of the band? So um, Kenny uh, works with. Uh, uh, People with Alzheimer's is that yeah, what yeah, yeah. like yeah. individuals who have Alzheimer's and dementia and dementia yeah. okay and uh, I throw a benefit show every year to raise money for the Oregon chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. Nice. Uh, so we had played it a few times. We had some friends' bands play it, and then the third year that I did it, because um, it was just John and I at first. The third year that we did, it, we're like, well, we should add more pieces and make this thing a little fuller. You know, so yep. this, is, this is like an, you like invite bands in. Yeah, it's called Rock Against Alzheimer's. Yeah. And it's R A A music. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. So it's like a fundraiser. Bands come in, people pay to see them, or exactly. a, a silent auction type thing. Well, we've had silent auctions, mostly just the show. Good, um, that's great. Local bands. At first, it was kind of a stage to for us to play too, and to give friends bands to play. Last year, it kind of blew up into something a little bit more. But um, but yeah. So the third year. Uh, we were kind of brainstorming of how we can make us sound a little fuller. And, and I've, I've basically known 
Piotr since I was 14. Um, we went to high school together, went to college together. And when K- Kenny mentioned that, I was like, well, the only person I know that plays guitar and, and basically has been playing since you were, what, 12? No, about the same age. 14. About the same age, 14. Yeah. Um, is Piotr. Oh, okay. And so Piotr came and just started like jamming with us. And we have this barbecue every year, um, me and my wife, uh, called Frank's Giving. And it's the <laughs> it's the weekend after the Fourth of July. Nice. No, it's and the the first Saturday after the Fourth of July. First Saturday after the Fourth of July. Doesn't matter what the date is. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And um, yeah, he knows more about the <laughs> holiday than I do. Um, so it was the first Thanksgiving, and it was like a huge party. Went over really well, and Kevin was there, and he had had a few beers, and found out that uh, that Piotr was playing with. He's, he's like, well, I could I could do bass, I think. No, it was like because Kevin's played guitar for a little while, right? You've, yeah, yeah, yeah. playing guitar since a kid. He yeah. said, uh, and I didn't know. He, I I knew John pretty well. I didn't know the other two guys. And uh, he goes, uh, so hey, you know, we're gonna play in a band. Do you want to play bass? I'm like, I don't play bass. I play guitar. Do you want to play bass? I'm like, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah it's easy um, transition. No problem. So yeah, I just started picking up the bass and playing with these guys and. Uh, yeah, some songs came together. You had, you had a couple originals, mm-hmm. you know, with we the two had, of you, right? Yeah, we had probably eight. Yeah. yeah. So how long have you guys, how long have you been uh, in, in a band form? Been, been named your band Empire Rocket Machine and been rocking the air. Since so 2007, Portland. I think. Like five years? Yeah. yeah. Um, John and I got together about five years ago, and then these guys came in about about. Three years ago? Three Almost. years of summer, yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's go into another track, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about uh, the name, Empire Rocket Machine, how you came up with that, and a few other things. This is uh, Empire Rocket Machine right here on the Northwest Convergence Zone show, and the song She Knows. name of that track is uh, she knows empire rocket machine you can hear those songs 
in their entirety right here on nwczradio.com. We love to play that stuff. Actually, you know, when um, when we first started the station, I I I think you were one of the first Portland bands that contacted us. And, um Good job, Piotr. Yeah, and it was through Piotr, who now actually has a show on the station. What a weird circle, right? I know. Host of the Hour from Portland, which yeah. uh, well, and Johnny DeBelly here is is I, Johnny DeBelly. I just help out sometimes. <laughs> no, okay. he's a co-host. John's the one who's like, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the person you're interviewing. <laughs> uh, so the 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 name of the band is uh, is awesome. I think it's a great name. It's one of the things that uh, when it came in, I was uh, I was impressed with. Like, wow, that's a very catchy name. How'd you guys come up with that? Kind of uh, happened on a fluke. Yeah, so the that Alzheimer's show we were talking about, um, our friend wanted to make the poster for it. The and, same friend that introduced us. Yeah. And uh, so we, we were like, what are we going to call ourselves? And what was the... We started flipping through John's old Atari games. That's right. <laughs> and we found one called Yars Revenge. We're like, oh, yeah, that's, that sounds kind of cool. And like two weeks later, like, man, that name's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Yar was the name of like, one of the software engineers that made the game. Right. So then I was like, I don't really know who this Yar guy is, and I'm not mad at him. I don't. Could be like a pirate too. Yar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that Yar's too. Revenge. Like, yeah, Yar's revenge. Um, so uh, we asked Amanda, our friend, and a couple other people, like, try to come up with names because we were dry. And she's like, I got one. It's uh, Empire Rocket Machine. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like three strong words. Um, you can make turn it into a. Yeah, it evokes, it evokes a lot of uh, imagery. Right, sure. And uh, and at the time, as a two-piece, there was a lot more noise than melody. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of fitting. We're like, yeah, let's just go with it. And then we said, where did you find it? And she's like, well, I was walking up Gleason to get here. Uh, and there's a, like a... I don't want to call uh, it out. It's auto not, body place? It's not a body, auto body place. They're it's like, like a hot it's rod It's like block shop. boring hot rod shop. Yeah. Right. Uh, called Rocket Empire Machine. Oh, she just flipped it. Well, well she, she mixed it she up. She mixed it up <laughs> on, 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 accident. <laughs> on accident. She's like, she's like, so maybe that should be the name of the band. And we thought about it. And we're like, no, because that's REM. Yeah, that's and that's good. already been done. Yeah, so it's good that you flipped it. Yeah, and no, very, very good. But that's I, I like just, the name. It's a block boring car your, shop. Your uh, your debut, your uh, <laughs> self titled uh, debut album. What year did that come out? Two years ago, two thousand ten. Yeah, this this month. So two thousand ten. Well, no, we two recorded it two years ago yeah. this month. Came out in the fall. Came out in November. Yeah, um, the following, or, you know. And so That's now you guys are uh, feeling the need. You're heading up to some to the studios to uh, work on some new stuff. Um, how do you feel that you guys have grown and um, progressed as a band from? Because uh, the tunes we're hearing now, I we we really enjoy them. I think they're nice. great. So now, uh, now you're going into the studio. You have new material and stuff. Uh, as you know, just as individuals and as musicians and as a band, how do you see yourselves now? What, what's the difference? I feel like we're we're holding back more and we're listening to each other uh, when we get together and we write and rehearse. A lot of I think the commentary between us right now is just how nice it feels to hold back and let the song come out, and I think that's led to some stronger songs, but also parts and transitions and. I mean, for me personally, just thematically more trying to, to weave the, the really strong parts of the songs through every 
every section. Do you guys like telling stories through your songs? Are you guys trying to make a statement with your song? What, how do you guys? How are you approaching uh, the lyrical aspect of your music? Well, yeah, it's weird. I guess I write all the lyrics, but I I wouldn't say that I actually write them. Um, Kenny knows about this. Like usually, like we the music comes first, and then I just start. Singing like gibberish. singing gibberish, like mm-hmm. sounds that sound right and fit the like melody of the tune and the cadence and stuff. And then, like I remember, I don't remember what song it was, but we, like I said, here's the tune. So we played it, and I started singing. And I sing, and he's like, "Oh man, that was really good. What were we saying there?" And I said, "Actually, I was saying yabba dabba, blah, blah, blah. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it was nothing. I wasn't saying anything." And so, what's weird is later I'll go back and fill in the gibberish with words, but a lot of times the words that I used they just sort of fit what the gibberish was Mm -hmm. and then if some of those words line up then this is getting way too complicated but basically (laughs) I don't know how I come up with like the words it just the music comes first and then so do you guys see yourselves more as musicians than lyricists I I I don't know I I still consider myself kind of a hack (laughs) (laughs) I I do because I don't write any of the lyrics (laughs) Well, what what's because uh, I haven't seen you guys play live, and uh, what what's uh, how when you're out playing live and you're looking at the audience, what what is there? What are you seeing? What how are they receiving you guys? What night of the week is it? Yeah, <laughs> what night of the week is it? At what time of the night, right? Uh, how many women are there? How much drinking has yeah. been going on? Is I don't it, know. Is Nate there? Is Nate there? Yeah, it, it, everything from dancing to you know the typical Portland cross your arms and do this. Is that what goes on in Portland a lot? Oh man, like yeah, you, yeah. They just get, like it, like impress me, sort, sort of, of but like, it, entertain me. Like, but know? it's also I think what, and I, I don't mean to judge anyone or whatever, but I think there's this whole people are used to being entertained through two dimensional m- mediums. Mm-hmm. So when they go out, that people don't know what to do anymore. Which I I don't know. It seems to me they don't have a controller to hold, right? Or it's they don't have the remote control. They're used to just forward. yeah. They're used to just staring at something as right. opposed to like participating in it. Yeah. Um, but you it guys depends. try to evoke that. You guys try to call them into it. I, we're working on it. Like our stage presence still needs a lot of work. Like Kevin wears tight leather sequin pants, which I do. Uh, nice. No, he doesn't. On do Saturdays, that. all Only American flag Saturdays. outfits. <laughs> um, <laughs> I try and play at a volume that challenges people to come near the stage. Yeah. But the last few live shows that we've had, I, I feel like people are like we're more energetic. Which mm. I really think that if when I, at least when I go see a band, like if you can tell that somebody's into it and doesn't look frustrated or scared, but really believes in what they're doing, that's when people start to emote that are watching. Because you talked about like how do we sound musically now? Mm-hmm. Same thing with our live show. When we first started playing together, we would just kind of stand. There. I wouldn't say we were uh, stiff, but we weren't. Yeah. We weren't moving a lot. Yeah. Now you know, I rock back and forth when I play the drums, get way into it. You know, uh, our stage presence is getting more comfortable, along with you know, it's like anything you do, right? You right. Just, the more you do it, the better you get. It's at a good it. place to be. It's comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now uh, we're gonna go into a, another song, and then we're gonna come back, and I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about uh, the Portland scene. You guys playing down there, and uh, and then we're gonna talk about. Uh, your new recording, what's coming up with that. This is Empire Rocket Machine here on the Northwest Conversion Zone show, and this is a song titled Unfurled.
All right, unfurls the name of that track, and Empire Rocket Machine is the uh, band that's rocking that tune. And uh, you can check them out on Facebook, Empire Rocket Machine. Um, you guys are also on Reverb Nation. Anywhere else people can go check you guys out? iTunes. iTunes. On iTunes. Amazon. Well, <laughs> Amazon. Yeah, is that where people can pick up your music and they yeah. download yeah. it off iTunes? and CD yeah. Baby. CD Baby. We did the CD Baby thing, and then they have this... You basically give them their music, and then you buy this package, and they they put it out to all those different places for you. You get to pick and choose from a list, which was ringtones. Yeah, you can buy. Oh, you can buy. You can get a. You get an Empire Rock Machine machine ringtone. Ringtone. Do you guys all have your own ringtone? I think it might be. I didn't know we could do that. I think it might be Android only. Might be just Android. Well, whatever. So one of the things we we like to talk to, and it's twelve bucks. Yeah. So. One of the things we like to ask Portland bands, uh, especially because we're here in the, in the you know Puget Sound region, um, I go down to Portland a bit, but it's it's not often that I get get to catch a show down there. Um, we're very familiar with the Seattle Tacoma scene around here, Olympia and stuff. Um, give us your take on what's going on down in Portland with the music scene. You guys have been around for what, like five years or so, mm-hmm. so we said. So uh, some things you've seen uh, change-wise, uh, some of the things you like, some of the things that you uh, hope improves. Just give us a general view of what's going on in Portland. Um, I, I would say I see somebody else should start this part of the conversation, <laughs> but it should end with the part of the music scene with Kenny telling the story about the band space where there are a lot of bands that that's, okay, practice. That's, yeah. and, that's where I was going. Yeah. Anyway, and so. and, and Kev, yeah. Kevin, Kevin should start the conversation. Cause you've actually, we've all interacted with bands at our like practice space, which is a big building. And there's like, I don't know, 15 rooms in it. Like, oh, at least. Yeah. And there's at Where's least the like three yeah. bands per room. So it's like a warehouse of crazy. So music a good, stuff. good place to network and interact with. Yeah. Other well, bands. yeah. We've met a band called protons there that we get along with and yeah. play shows with. But who are those guys that you were seeing that you were talking to that one day? Lost Lander. Lost they're, Lander. They're blowing up pretty big. They're, yeah. They're um, oh yeah. We, we may have them on the show. Yeah. On my but show. I, I'd say with the scene, it's, I mean, it's kind of just a hodgepodge of everything going on right now. Just all types of music coming out of Portland. I mean, go out any night of the week and see something. Where know? would people go if, let's say, we're heading down to Portland? What are some places we would stop in at? Well, if you wanna, if you wanna see metal, you go to the Red Room. Mm-hmm. If you wanna see like punk, go to Plan B. Plan B. If you wanna see uh, rock, like Kelly's, Ash Street. Ash yeah. Street. These are like smaller clubs, not right. the bigger mm-hmm. venues. And then, and then, like the step yeah. up from that would be like for indie rock would be like the Doug Fur Mississippi Studios, Doug Fur, yeah, yeah. Tonic, Tonic, like Wonder Ballroom, yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, it it just goes up. Anybody in play Dante's anymore? Yes, we, we oh, play yeah. Dante's. Yeah. We play Dante's, and uh, Dante's is still downtown. They, the guy actually that owns that opened another place called the Star Theater that's around the corner. It used to be an old porno adult nice. film theater can't you just throw a rock in portland and hit like a strip huh. yeah pretty theater? much i think that's yeah, what's you don't going even have on. to throw a rock no, you, just, you can just touch it yeah carefully you might get kicked out yeah, yeah you might get kicked out yeah. before you even get in yeah. <laughs> well, i was just talking about the no door. touching oh, oh okay no touching um and that place is pretty cool i saw red fang on new year's eve there and it was mm. awesome um heard good things about them there's yeah oh, they're amazing there's no um you should watch their videos they're hilarious there's no uh that's Kevin's right. Like, there's no like big scene of one type of music. It's like every city. But the weird thing is, is, like, there's a lot of people moving from other places to Portland and have been over the last five years to make music. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Andrew is in a band called The Mean Jeans, and they're, and they're starting Disney to get Baltimore, more press. Yeah. They've been in Spin Magazine and stuff. It's like sort of Ramones ish kind of punk stuff. 
Um, we have the same thing going on here. We have uh, there really is no one. You know, I mean, ever since the days of the what, the grunge scene or whatever, right. which blew up and then blew out, and um, in the aftermath, uh, I mean, it, for better or for worse, and and me personally, I think it's better because we have all kinds of bands. Yeah. You know, just like there's no one, not a whole bunch of people trying to sound just alike. It's like we have all kinds of stuff going on. It's good to hear that's going on in yeah. Portland because, you know, a lot of. Um, a lot of the bands that have contacted us are, uh, it seems to me like there's a real big um, singer-songwriter sort of indie scene down there, but that's just based on what I receive. Right. You know, I would so, say there is. But there is, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You got guys like Fernando. Yep. Uh, Kelly Schaefer. Kelly Schaefer. Although, yeah. Well, I guess she's yeah, a singer-songwriter. Songwriter. Yeah. And so now you guys, uh, to... to you know, not to compete, but to stay relevant and to uh, you know stay in the in the mix of all of that. Going into the studio to record. Uh, what are you guys recording? You guys recording a full an EP, a, a full length album? What's going on? Well, the plan is the loose plan is to do two songs and then have a backup and either release them as singles or I, I kind of want to do an idea of like splitting it, making a seven inch like vinyl mm. and being on one side, side and, and then having another band be on the other side. Oh, nice. Um, so, but that's kind of where we're at at this point. Just doing a, doing a complete six songs like that. The EP we did two years ago was just, it was a lot of work to, mm-hmm. to you In know, stuff, stuff into a weekend. So yeah. <laughs> this will give us more time to kind of do two songs, concentrate, you know, really get these songs sounding really, yeah, we're really going to spend a whole day just getting our sounds, which is really a luxury yeah. we haven't had yet. Right. Yeah. Very good. Well, guys, best of luck with that. Thank you. And I want to thank you guys for uh, dropping in. And we're looking forward to hearing the new tunes when you get them ready and Ooh. ready to go. Send them in. Awesome. We'll be glad to play them. I'm we could sure. do it a cappella for you right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where's your guitar? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, that it might ruin your reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys yeah. are a rock and band. Yeah, the, the, we have a new name. I just figured out it's Men to Boys. Men to Boys. <laughs> that doesn't sound good, does no. it? No. Yeah. <laughs> That could get you in trouble too. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it was tough. The two songs we're recording this weekend were were choices that we made after thinking long and hard about what tunes we've written a lot of stuff since the last record, <clears throat> and right now I think the the two we're doing um, for me aren't the ones that I like the most, but I love them and I love all the tunes we're doing right now. And for us, I think right now maybe to keep relevant for us is just to write music where. We're excited. We remain excited about it. And when we come back to it week after week and month after month, we're still wanting to, you know, we're still chomping at the bit to play those tunes. And Nice. Well, quick before we wrap up, are you guys playing a gig anywhere anytime soon? Uh, somewhere in Portland. No, yeah, we don't. We don't, we don't we'll sometime in May. Yeah. yeah, we put it all on the back burner. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I under, totally understandable. Well, when you get something going, let us know. Cool. Uh, we'll get the people uh, informed, and uh, hopefully, you guys can play up here sometime. And we should. Um, you know, we can come out and see you. We'd love that. Uh, yeah. Or we'll just do a road trip. I love Portland. All right, guys. Thank you so much awesome. for stopping thank in. You. Thank you very much. Thanks. Hi, it's me, Dave Coulier, and uh, my good friend Bullwinkle. That's right. I'm a moose. Wow, that is so professional. And you're listening to NWCZ Radio.
There you go. Some rock and roll right there. That's how it's done, kids. Comedy of Terrors. Uh, song is called guys. Take Take to the Skies. It's off their brand new uh, CD that is, uh, they're, they're having their big CD release party coming up this Saturday at Fuel, and it is titled The Western Front, and they are in here with us today. Welcome back, guys. Thank hey, you. Man. Thank good you. It's good to see you guys. Uh, <laughs> so you guys have been working hard on this new project. It's done. Um, you guys sent us a copy um, a little bit ago, and I've been blown away by it. I've been playing it. It's really, really, it's killer stuff. And you have the big show coming up on, on Saturday. Tell us about the process of this, you know, working on the CD. I don't know when we were when were we here last. Was it like, was it like a year <laughs> you guys, ago? You guys were starting it, I think. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. it it took a while to get her done. We had to fit in between some other bands. There was another band from Georgia that locked out London Bridge for a month, which was when we were going to mix. And then so we actually didn't get back to mixing till almost the end of January. And uh, it took a long time. Basically, the drums and the bass were tracked in one day. The, the tracking session took care of the drums and the bass. They were done. Those guys never came back again. Wow. And then Kurt and I spent nice. the rest of the time in there well, doing yeah. guitar and vocals. We're the real So workers. the bass and the drums <laughs> are the ones that have their shit down, basically, is what you're trying to tell us. Yeah, if you want to put it that way, that's fine. <laughs> I just you, you told me that's the way it always is. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think the last time we had you in, um, we were primarily... Of course, talking about uh, your CD, Satellites and Angels. And the process was exactly the same on that one. Bass and drums were done first day. And wow. then we, we go back. I put guitar down. But if you listen to theirs, there's a lot more guitars on there than what you'd get with a trio. So I stack a bunch of stuff. And if you listen there, there's a lot more vocals on there than the one singer that we have. So <laughs> obviously, we're back there working harmonies and, and noise and all sorts of So this crap. was done at Beautiful London Bridge? Studio magic, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so you had the you had the drums and the bass done right off, and then so you, you were in there working on the rest of. This. How long was did the rest of it take? Uh, I think I worked this out. I think the total time in the in the in the record was just a little bit under sixty hours. That's hard work. That's what I pay. That's when I pay an that's hour. <laughs> I, pay, I pay an hourly rate to go right. work that way. Right, in, right, in right. a small room. And uh, so now that it's done and it, the packaging looks good. And uh, it's titled The Western Front. You got the big show coming up on Saturday, April 28th at the Fuel. And um, tell us about the show. Is anybody else on this bill with you guys? You guys want to talk or you probably Do, don't know who's on the bill? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. As long, so, as, they, as long as they know you're on it and so, they show up, that's yeah, good. Yeah, Larry doesn't want to speak and Curly doesn't know either. So <laughs> what's that leave? Mo. I'm Mo. Okay. Um, yeah, Heterosapien and MX3. Oh, nice. And uh, we close. So if you got someplace to be early, you know, show up at 1130 and we'll just be hitting it. Oh, so you guys you guys will be playing late. Yeah, so. we, we're closing. But, I mean, it's not that late. We st we're still on before midnight. Right. And oh. the fuel's downtown in Pioneer Square. It's easy to find. Oh, yeah. Hopefully and, there's like a Mariner. Is there a Mariner game in town? Like people who are wandering Well, by? there's a, the, next, the last supper club's next door. You can always look at all the women standing in line around <laughs> yeah, the place. If you want. And they do yeah. that on purpose, too. There, I know. You know. There's like nobody inside, but they have this big line snaking around the block. To act like, you know, we're, oh, we're only letting certain people in Pioneer here. Square door guys have that shit down to an art. They know how to make 
like a crowd when there isn't one. Absolutely. <laughs> What's happening over there? Yeah. You, and then you finally get in, nothing. <laughs> That's why you have door guys who've been working that job for 20 years now. Right, there. right, right. Uh, um, so the uh, the tracks on here are uh, – that's hard rocking, man. You guys are sounding really good. Um, tell us about – you have 10 songs on here. And first of all, where can people – outside? obviously at the show, I'm sure they can pick up a coffee, copy, but where can people pick this up now? Uh, CD Baby, Amazon, and uh, it's on iTunes also. So the download – if you want to download it, you don't want a hard copy, There's all you can get the digital downloads. Right. And uh, CD Baby, where most of us – backwater musicians put our stuff it's there <laughs> and when you do the mega bundle with cd baby you get you onto itunes and also gets you on amazon right, sure. so the, all the outlets are there and are we going to be able to put this in any of the uh independent stores around town like sonic boom or easy street are you going strictly internet uh yeah, shows? Well, you know the uh I've tried that before with less than stellar results, so I, right. I, I really don't get it up too much. You know, it's anymore. it's interesting because I I mean I really enjoy Easy Street. I love perusing and stuff through there, but they used to have a much bigger local selection. Like they actually had a whole you know couple of bins, and it was you know they had a big header on yeah. their local bands, yeah. and it was categorized. Now it seems like they've mixed them all up with everything else, and you don't they don't even put like a sticker on it that says you know local band or yeah, anything. Yeah, they, they don't break it out at all, which in some ways might also be better because when they did, used to do the local thing, you watch that bin continue to shrink and shrink and shrink <laughs> and then disappear. So I'm not sure which one's better anymore. Well, right. and is it? <clears throat> I mean, is it a product of, of the record store not doing it quite right, or is it a product of the internet and everybody goes online to get their local fix or well, whatever? Well, of course, too, there's a know, lot of so. that. But I mean, if you actually have a you know a physical copy, mm -hmm. um, I used to get, you know I could walk into Sonic Boom or you know whatever was around at the time, and you could beeline for the local section. And I'm just saying, it's a different generation, man. It, it totally These is. These kids are I know. getting their music online, you and they don't even it. they don't even know what it's like to go hang out at the local yeah. record shop. That so you know? sucks too, man. Yeah, I was out for a record store day yesterday, and everybody in there was there was a lot of people my age, in thirty and above. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, wasn't that amazing? Yeah. It's like you walk in and you're like, it's like when you go see your you know like your favorite band that's kind of fading, you know, yeah. and you're uh, you remember them from like twenty years ago. What are you trying to say, Daryl? No, that we're old now. <laughs> seasoned. I keep telling you, it's they're seasoned. No, because I went I, I, marinated. I, every now and then, I'm reminded of this because we I go to a lot of shows <laughs> and I usually see a pretty you know diverse audience and stuff. But every now and then, there's somebody that I zero in on who, uh, like, I went and saw Hugh Cornwell who used to be with the Stranglers and Glenn Matlock who was from the Sex Pistols. The drummer was the guy from uh, Blondie, and I mean it was like. You're like, these are like my idols from back in the day. And I look around at the crowd and I'm just like, oh, my God. We all look like accountants and, you know, like, you know, regular <laughs> Joes and stuff. We used to have spiked hair and, you know, stuff. And you're like, we're old now. <laughs> uh, I, I call them tar pit tours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? You guys uh, rock just as hard as uh, anybody else that's out there. And, but you guys have been doing it for a long time. It, you know, it's uh, we had a young band on here earlier and they sound they have a great sound. And uh, they're like juniors in high school. And so they have... Um, you know, they're like right at the beginning of, you know, just forming a band and forming a sound and everything. Uh, 
but you guys, you know, you guys have been doing it for a long time, and you kind of know the game. And on you, the other you, end of the scope. Yeah, you're yeah. on the other end of the scope. What? What? I've what's got, it? I've actually got a really good story for you if you got time. To we have time. Yeah. You guys, any? You guys got anything to say? I'm, well, I, yeah, I, I, I have something. They're to good say about listeners. That. Yeah. yeah. I just want to <laughs> point that out. No, I think we are wiser now. We're so much wiser. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think um, we're more what, tasteful. We're more tasteful. I, I guess it's that you know these young dreams of becoming a rock star and all the you know flavor that comes along with that is gone and you just think about your art and your form of of you know how to express and what i did i I learned all these different styles like uh, as a drummer you know with latin and jazz and stuff and i can play it but i think just over the years i was more and more interested in getting my signature like you know when you hear john bonham for instance or you know Stuart copeland or you know all these typical drummers that hurt you're you're, like wow that's who they are you you hear that and you say that that's him that's actually now my goal where i want to get my maturity as a as a musician i'm not there but i'm trying well that's all you can do and you know like like i said with you know with time and you've got to the point where you're like oh you know the whole rock star thing is you know like if it hits you're not going to say no to it but you know this these young bands that that seems to be their goal it's like we want to create a hit they're they're writing songs that will go on the radio and it doesn't seem like it's a, an art form as much to them where it's like they're just exploring themselves their what they like and what the the music that they like to make and then hoping people latch onto it it's like they're actually looking at a formula that's been created and going we're going to create music that fits that formula art has to develop with experience well I, I always try to remind myself where did you come from and i you know i was in the basement as a kid playing drums and that was my enjoyment my passion and and that's where i always have to remind myself if i get tired of it hey that's that's where you you know got your inspiration from well we're talking with uh, the guys from comedy of terrors they're a great band out of seattle and they have a brand new cd which is titled the western front and they have a cd release party at the fuel this saturday and here's the uh, title track from that cd it's titled the western front I should have listened to the voice inside my head, now it's gone, and I'm missing, oh, I should have held
There you go. That's a little bit of The Western Front off of the CD, The Western Front, Comedy of Terrors. Kurt, um, vocal-wise, that's uh, that song is different than most of the stuff you guys do. It is, definitely. And uh, when you approach something like that or when you're approached with you know a song like that, uh, how do, how do you how do you uh, or what did it what you know what were your thoughts when you're like hmm this is more like a ballad type thing yeah it was because uh, you used to like belting it out and like you know like in people's faces and stuff and pretty much and this was more get more up on the mic and be intimate with it and try and get a little more low tones out of it right and, uh, just how many shots did that take come on. That was actually just one one track, I think, on there. Wow. But it probably took a dozen times to to get that one track. Yeah. And when you uh, when you, <clears throat> when you're up on stage and you're uh, you know you're belting out because you guys have some hard rocking songs and you have great vocals that go along with it, um, and then you're going to shift gears into something something like this. Do you have to do you have to like pause for a second? Like you know shift? Do you shift gears in your mind or do you just roll? Is it roll off pretty well? I've been lucky enough to avoid that. We don't really play those mellower <laughs> songs live. <laughs> CD only, folks. So if you like that song, get the off. CD. I thought you pulled it off. I really did. I, a lot of times when you hear bands that have more of the heavier stuff and then they go into a ballad um i find sometimes a little empty the the vocals come across kind of nasal and yeah empty like not quite yeah, yeah. no we've, i think you did we a good find job. that people start checking their texts and stuff when we play ballads so we don't do it anymore <laughs> yeah. yeah live for sure yeah. live but it's well, nice to always have on a recording yeah, yeah. i think uh i think you know the a lot of those hairspray bands and stuff in the '90s sort of overdid that, right? Because they would have these like rocking albums, and then there was always the one panty dropper. The lights come you down. Know? Yeah, and the lighters they'd get, come out. They yeah. would get out and do their ballad, and now everyone kind of expects it, and so that's when they're like, "Oh, it's that song." So everybody's like, you know, "Yeah." But if, their if, their if you listen to the lyrics text. in our ballads, they, they tend to be a little bit darker than those ballads. <laughs> sure, <are>. sure. <laughs> the writing process. Now that you're bringing up the darker theme and stuff, um, where where are you getting? Uh, you know where were you at when you guys are writing the lyrics for these songs and and is there a message you're trying to relay or is it what was going on with you as you're you're pinning this stuff down that what, what is it that you you want us to hear lyrically Ooh, that's a tough one would, so, sometimes i'm just trying to be tricky with weaving lyrics in and out of each other and not really paying attention to where i'm going <laughs> um sometimes that works great sometimes it doesn't work out as well and i'll go back and start over um, but it depends on the song, really. Sometimes we start with an idea in mm -hmm. mind. Okay, this is kind of the theme we want to have for a tune um, and write lyrics around that. Other times is here I found four lines on this page that I wrote three months ago, and here's four lines on this page I wrote last week, and let's add four more lines, and we've got to, got to add a chorus, and we're done. When do, you, uh, when do you find you do some of your best writing? Is there a particular time or a particular space you're in in your life? Or is it just pop in and you like carry a pad around and write it down all the time? When Bob's pushing play and record. <laughs> 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 when, I, when I'm forced to do things, I usually, that's when I'll do them. <laughs> Unfortunately, we do have a bit of a process. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's usually everything you hear on there every time. I've got demos, drums either from his house or at my house. And these songs are pretty much fleshed out at that point. And the only way to really get them finished is I have Kurt come over and him and I sit there and work on it. So a lot of the darkness is shit that I feed him. If he's got a gap, he, he's not feeling something, I give him one or two lines and he'll run with it. And if it comes from me, it's probably going to be dark. So And you're also in the band Custom. Yes. Right? And are you in another band too? Or 
Yeah, another band called Monovolt, which is a writing Monovolt. project that Kurt is actually in also. Yeah, and so... Uh, and Rupi played on five songs on the last record. <laughs> I'll give you one of those before we leave. We just got product for that one, too. Nice. Now, for you... It's uh, like a buy one, get five free with this guy. <laughs> well, that's why I invite him on. Really? Because Robert brings in like the best stuff, man. Wait, you. there's more. The Tail Gunner CD he brought in last time, and they no longer exist, which is... Just a flipping shame because that that is just a killer yeah, scene. And custom too. I'm that a big drummer, fan of custom. The so. drummer in the tail gunners is the drummer in the missionary position. Oh really? Ah. Yeah. Oh nice. And he's also in another band too that we had. Lost Dogma. The Lost Dogma, yeah. I know had. I know all those guys. <laughs> all these just yeah, like chess a, game with the band it's members. It's incestuous as hell. It totally is, yeah. That's what the, I think it was Bono who said, all, all artists are cannibals, and they do. They just eat their own, right? <laughs> Stop, uh, you're turning me on. No. <laughs> we can go on that note. No, but no, when you're playing in these all these different bands, um, and, and I know you've been playing for a long time, you're and super talented, and um, but... I would just, as a guitar player, and you know, you're up there, and you each band has its own certain flavor and so forth. Do you have to, before a show, do you go into a mindset of, you know, like, do you have to get into a space of, okay, you know, this is a comedy of terrors, and or do you just, you just like playing, and you, and they all just, it just rolls off. They, for me, it rolls off because I play differently in each band. Each, I have a different role to play in each band. In, mm-hmm. in custom, I'm there to kind of add some grunt behind everything else. You also you have a different stage position. Yeah, that's going to be pretty that, satisfying that for you. I mean, are. creatively, that you get all those outlets. Well, the, the problem with it for me with it is that the reason I have all these outlets is because it's when you're not a kid, it gets tougher to get people to commit time to a band. Sure. So all these bands take uh, two hours a week. Right. That's six hours. I got more. My kid's grown. I got more time. You have more time than that, right? (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, if there was another one that presented itself that was appealing, I'd probably be in it right now. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm trying to get these guys to to all want to do more and do more, you know, but it's just it's just hard. Everybody's got. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about that when you have four members of a band, get them to agree on anything or to have the same schedule time. And and, yeah, because not same passion, same you're four, but then they all have four of their own, you know, ties and it just gets crazy. So the bass player, the bass player plays in at least one other band that I know of Uh, double cross committee with Jay Smith from late September dogs. Oh, Mm -hmm. nice. Um, these guys, we well, he he has other he has other bands, but I don't think they work at it quite as hard I'm as we do. I'm not as busy right now, but I, I was more busy years before, but not now. And uh, so this the the big show this weekend. It's Saturday, April 28th at uh, Fuel, and you guys are uh, you guys are closing it out. What do you what's the what are you guys gonna do? It's. Whoa. I mean, I know it's a CD release party. Do you guys have any tricks up your sleeves? Do you guys uh, bring in fire have, pots or? We have surprises. We can't tell. Naked right? ladies. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll be busy well, babysitting well, me, making well, sure I don't drink too much. There you go. Yeah. The, 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 the nice thing is that since we are last, we can play a little longer than the other people, the right. other bands in front of us. So. Sucky thing about being last, if you come early, like you're saying, and mm-hmm. watch other bands, you know, you're like, oh, I'm just going to have a couple of beers here. Then the next band gets up, oh, I'll have a couple of more, a couple of shots. Six or Next seven thing. beers into <laughs> it. Yeah. It's, it's even worse for the bands, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's an occupational hazard. Yes. Sitting there all for night Kurt, long. For Kurt, we only say one thing. 
Jägermeister. No Jägermeister. Oh, <laughs> then he's naked on stage. <laughs> That's not a good thing. All right, well, let's go to another track. We're talking with uh, Comedy of Terrors, and they have a brand new CD that is uh, out, and they have their CD release party this Saturday. It is titled The Western Front, and this is titled Love. Okay, the name of the song is Love. It that is one's really catchy, Off of the guys. album, The Western Front. I'm going to go on a rant here for a second. That, the, the band is the Comedy of Terrors. Now, this is where I get pissed off at radio. Right right here. Let's big Big D's getting upset because that is a kick-ass tune. That is and it awesome. Has, it, it is. And I know it's not it's your intent catchy. to be formulatic or anything, but that should be played on every FN station around. And especially right Agreed. here in Seattle. KISW there should be and, and any of those stations that play rock music if they do not pick this pick this song up like and play on a day it, like today driving down the freeway with It's got yeah. a great hook. Oh. It's it's a it's a driving song. It, you have a, a hooky, you know, the the catch on it it's it just drives me crazy that in your own town you can produce something that sounds so good and the quality of the recording is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And Dare I, I, I just, say stellar. Bam. K- KISW, KISW has a copy of it. I say one. Yeah, but you know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and I'm talking about more than just like, oh, um, you know, whatever whatever it is they do, the lo- loud and local, loud and local or whatever, where they do it as bumper music. I mean, it should be played and they should say, this is our local band. They should do it proudly too. That's what not I'm talking ju- about. Not just like, oh, hey, check out this. But these guys are from right yeah. here and they should be like yeah yeah so i mean in, in all sincerity congratulations on it that it's a, it's when you sent it to me and i listened through it i was duly impressed and that song love really stuck out as just I a love, love. kick-ass there's, tune there's a Good little job, there's guys. a little story to that yeah that's, act, that's actually a tailgunner song that we never finished i ah. you know what i saw that down here i was going to ask you because i saw that down here in the uh but i'll i'll tell you the excerpt we play it way better than the tailgunners did <laughs> seriously and that and that lyric you know you say formulaic or trite actually that singer and i when we wrote that we were going down this both him and i in spite of our darkness 
uh, <laughs> have a very positive outlook on life and the way people should treat people. Right. And the drummer actually called us on this. He says, I've heard that a thousand times before. And I told him, I says, well, you need to hear it a thousand times again. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's really the truth. Yeah, it is. Definitely. I mean, it's, again, it's, it's a fan. It just, it has everything that's, you know, needs to be present to put on a station that they, that they you know, feel the audience should want to hear. Um, I would dance naked to it. <laughs> Play we're that again. We're going to pause for a moment. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> it's the boxy ceiling. <laughs> uh, no, it's. Uh, um, I just get so tired of um, you know the local radio, and it's not just in Seattle. I mean, we live here, so I, I, I harp on them. But it's just nationwide, and it's like I get tired of stations. It's the whole corporate side of music that don't support their local, in general, you know, yeah. the 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 local bands that are really doing well, that are that are making quality product and stuff. And I don't care. I'm not talking about that. You have tons of people showing up at your show. That's always really nice. But the fact that you guys work hard, you go lay this down in the studio, and it's which isn't free, whether it's time or money, it's right. you know a chore. So I know you sent it to him, and I uh, I think you should. I think everybody out there who's listening right now, if you dug that tune, KISW apparently has a copy. Call them. Call them up. Hound them. Tell them that NWCZ Radio is demanding. <laughs> you put it on. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Don't mention Boxy. Uh, just tell just everybody. Yeah, just, just call, call. Them up. And say we want them. Um, because, if, I mean, if we can get a band, you know, uh, to break into that and, and then it's successful for them, they will continue to do it. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's the bottom line for them is, is success. If it works. Right. KEXP should have a, everybody should have, they should all have a copy of this. So yeah, KEXP has always, you know, been a, a kind of a hipster station. So I don't usually send them anything, but I might have to break down and do it and see if we can't s- sneak through. What's yeah. important <laughs> is it's spinning on NWCZ. Yes. That's right. You guys have supported two records now. That's awesome. I'm <laughs> glad is. anybody wants to hear this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit. No, uh, but you know, I mean, we obviously uh, we like it. And when you're done, when it's a when it's a done deal, uh, you've laid down all the tracks. Uh, they're all mastered and everything, and it's put together. And it's you know ten song from top to bottom, and packaging is done. And you pull it out and look at it. Uh, were you guys? Because you've done it a lot of times, a lot of different bands. Are is it is that an exciting moment? Like, oh, this, you know, I'm proud of this. Or is it almost like, I'm so glad this is done. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know about these guys. For me, having been in the studio the whole time, and Jonathan, the engineer slash producer, tells me the same thing. He says he can't really listen to it for about four weeks after he's done. Yeah, it's like satellites and angels. Six months after we when we were listening to it, all I could hear was all the things I would have done different. Sure. Six right. months later, I'm listening to going. Fuck, that's a yeah. really good record. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. This one was a little bit quicker on the turnaround for me than Satellites was. Right. But uh, no, I'm, I'm proud of it. Having said that, you know, I'm trying to get Kurt out because we've got four songs sitting there waiting for him to do vocals on right now for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you slave driver. Come on, Kurt. Goddamn. All right. Well, uh, you got to have a slave driver in the in the band. Uh, but anyway, everybody, Comedy of Terrors, the name of the CD is The Western Front. Check it out on uh, CD Baby, iTunes, and all that stuff. You can hear it played you hear the songs played here on nwcc radio uh check them out april 28th that's this saturday at fuel the cd release party congrats guys thanks for coming in always a pleasure to see you and uh keep on rocking it 
Thank, Thank you. you. All right, man. Always love having comedy tears in. Those guys rip it up. Thank Sounded you. Good. Thank you so much. Hey, next week, big week on the program. We have Quickie. We have a great uh, new blues group out there. They're called Dream Wreck. Also in the studio, Ben Smith, drummer for Heart, and the Juliet. So tune in next week. we got another wow. stellar show coming your way. I want to mention Wednesday, 7 o'clock this week, Afraid of Figs here live in the studio. And they, we will be having a virtual CD release party for their brand new CD. Uh, exclusive to NWCZ Radio. 7 p.m. I'm Big D. This is Voxy. Double D. And this is the Northwest Convergence Zone Show. Where all things come together. Thanks, Wonder Boy, and all of you out there who listen. See you next Bye. week.